Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and we have another weekend filled with football. It's a great time of the year, and that's what this podcast is focusing on. Yes, the divisional round kicks off today. So, last night I did chop what up with the homie, who I usually chop what up with for all these games, Eves. We're going to talk about each game. Also, too, we talked at the end about um, the Patriots situation with Tom Brady, whether or not he should stay or proceed um, to finish his career somewhere else. Really dope podcast. You're going to like it a lot, so stay tuned. Um, yeah, this is my um, second podcast this week, and um, longer than I would usually do it, but you know, it's the week, it's, it's football, playoff time, so these podcasts are going to be longer than what they usually are. I try to hit around the um, half an hour mark, um, but this will be longer than that, obviously, but um, there's no news to really get into right now, so we can actually jump into this podcast right now. Here it is, the Mr. Vincent Podcast episode 24 enjoy so we got first on saturday 435 vikings travel to uh niners that's crazy the vikings actually are traveling to san francisco to play the first ever game for the um 49ers at levi stadium well you know super bowl 50 was over there but not his first home game now what do you think about um Kirk Cousins finally signed for his critics last week for the most part. I didn't think he had them. Um I I didn't think it was was that far fetched. I thought that he has shown himself to have improved and been a little bit more consistent um in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that he went into this playoffs with a great pair of receivers. Adam Thielen hadn't really had it had been hurt for a good chunk of the season, and he came back for the playoffs. So I I expected Cousins to have a good game. I mean, I know he has disappointed more often than not, but I was was glad that he was actually able to show up because I didn't want to have a crappy game for the Saints again, and it looks like – it looks like I was – I got my wish. (laughs) That's crazy, man. He, he, Saints go home again in like another controversial fashion and so forth, and a heartbreak for them. And Kirk Cousins and, and thing are moving on. You know what's funny about this game? There's a lot of like um, parallels there. You could say that they, they both have two quarterbacks who you don't necessarily have 100% faith in Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins. Not necessarily top tier quarterbacks, second tier, you would say, and also great rankings at, at the same time. Yeah, who's, who's, who's um, more pressure on Kirk or Jimmy. I actually feel like I feel like Kirk probably has more pressure, um, but it's not that much more than Jimmy. I feel yeah. like it's almost they're on the same level. Like either way, if someone loses, um, they're going to be hearing it from the media. Um, statistically, uh, they're not that far off from each other. They they're actually very similar. Um, the teams, it's just, I think the big difference is Kirk Cousins has a little bit, has better, better backup in terms of the skill positions because he has Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, uh, to go with, um, Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Um, but I guess, uh, you could say Jimmy Garoppolo has comparable weapons. You know, he's got George Kittle and, um, Ever since Emmanuel Sanders has been over there, he's been a really, really good addition to that offense. Uh, Jimmy oh, yeah. Garoppolo's Probably. really that, – that, That's Sorry. a great midseason uh, acquisition. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Jimmy Garoppolo has really blossomed since Emmanuel Sanders got added to that mix. Uh, And then we already know about the San Francisco running game. They're second to the Ravens in the league in terms of rushing. They've got three good running backs, any of which can can, uh, have a huge game. So I'm looking for this matchup to be pretty interesting. Um, D Ford is back. Quan Alexander is back for the 49ers on defense. Um, it's the first time in a long time where everybody has been practicing. So I'm looking to see if everybody uh, plays on um, this weekend. I really am looking forward to seeing uh, a pretty good matchup on both sides of the ball. It'll be a really good game. I think it's probably going to be the best game of the weekend. Mm. At the end of the weekend, tough. Now, yeah. I think personally, since the um, Niners are on the road, I mean, the Tigers are on the road, they really have to work hard to establish that run game with Dalvin Cook early. I think he was fantastic last week. Well, I mean, without him, they don't win that game. He didn't have that type of performance. Considering all the time he missed and the play like that, that was incredible. I think that's got to translate over um, to um, tomorrow if they had a chance to win and put the upset. Yeah, uh, I think the key matchup probably for both teams, honestly, is their offensive lines. The The Vikings' offensive line isn't great. Um, they've been dealing with some injuries. And same the same thing has been true for the 49ers' defensive line. Yep. Uh, and uh, offensive line, sorry. And they're going up against two great defensive lines in terms of the, the Vikings as well as the 49ers. And then, and then you also have to think the 49ers defensive line is actually getting healthy with getting D Ford back. Um, hopefully they can get something out of Nick Bosa. He kind of tailed off a little bit towards the end of the season. It might be a case of playing too many games, just coming out of college and not being used to that grind. Um, yep. Hopefully hopefully the rest um, got has him ready to go. Uh, but uh, I'm thinking, uh, as overall, I do have the Niners winning this game. I think they're the more complete team of the two. But but stranger things have happened. That is true. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely think the Niners are going to win. Um, I, I think they got they got Gronk 2.0 and George Kittle. Who, who's going to stop that? Um, I wouldn't necessarily call him Gronk 2.0. He might be uh, Gronk Light. he's really good um i think i think um he is getting a little bit as great as he is i think um uh kyle shanahan is great at scheming scheming to get him open Mm -hmm. and with a lot of the misdirection that's in that offense um i really think he's just in a great position to to thrive he's a great player but He's not. He's he's not Gronk. There there is no Gronk. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's, there's only one Gronk, but you know, I mean, he is. He is very. He's similar. Yeah, he's he's probably as far as I'm concerned. I think he's the best tight end in football. Him and Travis oh, Kelsey are very much neck and neck. Um, I do think um, Gronk was just on another level, just considering who he was um, as a red zone target. Gronk is one of the greatest red zone targets of all time. Like, he's on a very short list, so we just got to be careful when we're comparing plays to him, who he was in his prime. <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, I definitely think – I don't see the upset happening. I think the Niners will win. Um, probably, I, I might be a two-score game, I think. 
it's 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 definitely a possibility. They're they're a pretty solid team on both sides of the ball, and in my opinion, Kyle Shanahan is probably uh, on that short list of of maybe the top three or four best coaches in football. So uh, we, I definitely think it's it's the 49ers game to lose. It's whether or not that defensive line shows up and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't make too many mistakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that is key for them too. Jimmy can be prone to making some mistakes, so if they can limit that, um, they should be fine. But again, he is prone to make mistakes. So Absolutely. You know, this is his first playoff game that he started in too. So the Jets be there, even though they're on home. Just for sure. The atmosphere in the playoffs. That 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 pressure can get to the best of them. <laughs> All right, yeah. So we can move on to the next game. So we got uh, nightcap Saturday: Titans at Ravens. Now, I think that this could be a trap game. Well, not a trap game necessarily. I'm gonna say a trap quarter or a trap half for the Ravens. And here's why: Lamar didn't play in Week 17. He didn't play. And he didn't have to buy it this week. This kind of reminds me of a couple of years ago when the Cowboys by and they lost to the Packers in the divisional round on a walk-off field goal. I drove him out and made that crazy catch at the um inside. I felt like Dallas would have won that game if they didn't have so much time off because they had they were so rusty in that game and they were starting to come back in the fourth quarter and made it interesting. So I feel like that can happen here, not to the extent that they're gonna be in a position to lose this game. That's why I said about maybe a quarter or maybe a half. It'll be rusty. The Ravens. Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't have that same opinion. For me, I. I think the Ravens are just a great team. Um, clearly, they're one of the best teams in NFL history when it comes to running the ball, and a big part of that is Lamar Jackson. And I mean, basically, when he has the balls in his hands, it's. It's basically eleven on eleven, and he's making guys. He's making guys miss, and that means that that gives you an extra blocker. So it's just, it's it's a tough matchup when he's when he when he's in, um the opposition. Uh, definitely have a tall task um, waiting for them and trying to stop that Ravens offense. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a big a big factor for them is their own offense. Whether or not the Ravens can stop Derrick Henry, they've got to really work on possessing the ball, making the most out of their offensive possessions, trying mm-hmm. to score as much as possible. Um, another big factor is whether or not Ryan Tannehill can be consistent passing the football and uh, and making sure that whenever they do have third and long, that that the Titans offense can convert. They what their their biggest thing is to possess that ball as long as possible and keep keep Lamar Jackson off of the field. Uh, it's the only way they're going to win this game. Are they up to the task? We'll see. Uh, I think they're they're built. I think they're built uh, to give the the Ravens a game. Ultimately, I think the Ravens' best opponent um, is the Chiefs, but. Uh, we'll see how that works out. The the is whether or not they can stop Derrick Henry, and no one's been able to do it so far. Okay, yeah, you, I mean you got a point. Like you said, I mean Lamar. When I made that comparison with um, Dak and the Cowboys a couple of years ago, I mean Lamar is a different animal. He's he does a lot of his damage on the ground. Like Dak doesn't do that at all. 
Like he's more of a traditional quarterback where Lamar's just is a, a crazy athlete. So yeah, maybe the rush won't play a factor in there. But yeah, you, know, you have to really get to win that game. Keep him off the field. I, I mean, I think the with the Cowboys, it's always a question of whether or not they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> it's always like it's either they for some reason they don't give Zeke the ball enough or Zeke is having a bad game. I just don't see that happening with the Ravens just because of the threat Lamar Jackson presents. I think Mark Ingram, should he be healthy enough to play? Um, he, he, has an, he has an injury question mark. I think Mark Ingram um, will have more than enough room to run. Um, it's it's just a simple question of whether or not the Titans can can keep up the pace with the Ravens. If Tannehill and Derrick Henry aren't up to the up to the task, I don't see the defense pulling it out for them. I just don't. Oh yeah, nah, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like like you can't compare for a player like. Lamar Jackson, no matter how hard you try and practice, like you just really can't compare. I mean, come, um, come compare for a player like that. Well, rather, you can't prepare for a player like that. Um, it, it's it, really, really tough. So yeah, it's I, rough. I I was really low on Jackson last year, just after his playoff performance. And the thing with running quarterbacks like him is they always just get they always end up getting clocked, and they always start becoming an injury issue. But he, he, I haven't seen anybody as slippery as him since. I honestly, he's almost as good as Vic, if not better. Like he just guy, he makes guys miss like crazy. He'll be, he'll be running downhill even in in the box, and he he just he just makes it happen. He just slips around guys. I don't know how he does it. It's absolutely mind boggling to watch. It's, he's almost just like a like a an enigma. I don't know what's going on with that, but he's he's something special. He's something, something special for real. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's crazy how 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 much he progressed from this time last year after the, after that um this terrible game he had against the Chargers last year in the playoffs, and now he bounced back, about to win league MVP and so forth, championship, to contenders for damn sure. A lot of people have in their mind that they can win that y'all gonna win the championship. Um, so you don't necessarily see for this Ravens team an experience um, being their downfall potentially. I don't. I, I I think they've got like a lot of a lot of gr- of good vets on that team. Mark Ingram's kind of been there, done that, and they also have guys on the defensive side of the ball. I don't really see Lamar Jackson as being that guy who's scared. He's He's doing the same thing he's always done. It's one thing if you're if I've thought the Titans were gonna confine him to the pocket and turn him into a pocket passer or something like that. It, mm-hmm. If you told me Lamar Jackson was gonna stay in the pocket and throw thirty to forty times a game, I would say, okay, then maybe it's a question of of whether or not he's gonna be comfortable doing that and he's gonna be able to be a dynamic player doing that. But I think he's just going to be doing the same thing he's been doing his entire life, which is running around, making guys miss, um, and making the game easier for for the other runners on his team. All he has to do is just do the same thing he's always been doing, which is converting converting uh, downs by throwing to the tight ends, who we, whom he loves. I don't really see it being much of an issue for him. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it'll be fine. I think, I think that um, they'll win by a one score game. I would go to say twenty four to twenty Ravens out there. Uh, I'm I'm thinking the same thing, and 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 again, it's you know people talking about an experience thing. It's like, look who's the quarterback on the other side. He's going up against Ryan Tannehill. It's like, do you really is is your quarterback's inexperience something that you really think about when you're going up against Ryan Tannehill? Like, how many playoff games has Ryan Tannehill even played? Zero. True. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's take a quick break and then we can talk about the other games on Sunday. Sounds good. All right. All right. Let's jump back into the rest of this divisional round talk. Here it is. All right, so Sunday we have Texans starting off. Texans are going to Arrowhead Pond to um, Arrowhead Stadium, rather, to play the Texans Sunday 1305. Rematch of week six, in which the Texans won that game 31 24. Now, a lot has happened since then. Chiefs have gotten a lot healthier on defense and offense, with, and especially Pat Mahomes. He's a whole lot better now. Um, I don't I don't see, I don't see another, um, an upset coming here. I can't see it. I mean, I really feel like the Texans were forcing them to win last week against the Bills in the wild card round. Great performance by Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, great comeback. But I feel like the Bills like played not to lose rather than playing to win. Yeah, I I feel like like something changed as the Texans started to heat up a bit. It was almost like they put the game in Josh Allen's hands fully. Uh-huh. Oh, and God. he absolutely isn't wasn't ready for that. Not at all. Uh, like I said, he's he needed to be able to kind of be more of a game manager, be more of a factor with his ability to run and keep his turnovers down. Um, and that really wasn't the case in the end of the game. It was almost like he was trying to give the ball away on that that play where he was like running and then he tried to like pitch it. I was just like, "What are you doing?" At all? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? I have no idea. I was just like, I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like he was so he was trying so hard to win that game that he just completely lost his composure. Uh, yeah, like I wonder if any reporters after the game asked him like, "What was you trying to accomplish right there?" I didn't, even, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anybody asking about it either. But I was just like, I was perplexed. I was just like, what? What was that for? I don't, I don't get it. Um, but. It's Deshaun Watson again. Deshaun Watson, he's he, when you talk about clutch, man. When it when when it when it really counts, when it counts, and it's uh, everything's on the line, he shows up. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to matter against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been playing great defense as of late. Considering um, considering uh, where they were last year, they have been playing ex- great defense. Exactly. Uh, in Week Six, I think. J.J. Watt was healthy. I believe Will Fuller played in that game. And Patrick Mahomes had uh, – yeah, he had the ankle issue, and he was like – he wasn't accurate at all for like the rest of that game. Uh, I don't – that's not the case this time around. You know, J.J. Watt, even though he showed up last week um, and made some great plays, he's coming off that, that injury. Uh, we have no idea if Will Fuller is going to play or not. Um, 
And then he, he's like a big key to that passing offense for the Texans. And Patrick Mahomes is healthy. Uh, the Texans' uh, uh, defense is not good. Um, I don't see them stopping Patrick Mahomes at his full powers. Um, Carlos Hyde had a great game last week. Again, the, the Kansas City defense has been playing lights out. So I don't see that happening again this week, especially given I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will be scoring and making the passing game more of a priority as time goes by. It's I'm I'm thinking we're we're talking probably probably at least a ten point difference, ten to I would say ten to ten to twenty points. It's, I th- I feel like it's gonna be uh, uh, we're gonna be pretty bored after, by the third or fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, man, and you got forgot. Sammy Walker didn't even play in week six too, and, and he's gonna be available now. With, along with him, Travis Kelsey, and um, and Hill, it's going to be a tall task for the Texans to even stay in the game, let alone win it. Yeah, the Patriots really gifted Kansas City what they needed with giving them a bye. Oh, yeah, uh, they, they need to get more healthy. Yeah, they ended off the season really well, and then you add that bye for them to to get healthy. Uh, they, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a real problem. Yeah. So, so how, how, what do you expect for a player like uh, for Pat Mahomes? Crazy numbers that game? O- Honestly, three- yeah. I, I I feel like again. I feel like he is what he what I said he is last week. I feel like he's a sleeping giant. Um, I feel like he's gonna go into these playoffs with with the mentality that the Chiefs are gonna go all the way, and I honestly think they are. But wait, you think the Chiefs are gonna like not only? Represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, but going to win it too? I feel like they are. I think Andy Reid is finally going to get it done because he has the best quarterback in football on his team. With the, with, the, with the competent defense, which appears to be the case now. With the competent defense, and they're just loaded at the skill positions. You know, Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, a healthy Sammy Watkins. And then they've got like a clone of Tariq Hill and, and Nicole Hardman. He, he can make plays, return the football. He can make plays in the, in the run game. He can make plays in the pass game with his speed as well. So I think the 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 chances for the Chiefs going all the way are are very likely. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm ready to say that they're going to win, but I do I do feel that they are going to come out of the AFC. If they do, I think a lot of people are picking Baltimore, and obviously they give you a great reason to pick them throughout the season. But like you said, I think Pat Mahomes has a little chip in his shoulder. Um, he did get hurt this year. Before he got hurt, he was like leading the league in the MVP race. Until he got hurt, he took him yeah. out of it. So. Yeah, before before he got hurt, he was playing absolutely out of his mind, and he didn't even, and and he was dealing with injury issues at the skill positions, and he was still destroying everybody. So, I think I think the fact that I think people are just seriously underestimating how talented he is and how good of a player he is because of one, the fact that he was injured, and secondly, that kind of Lamar Jackson stole the show in a way that we haven't seen a quarterback do in a while because of his ability to run the football. Okay. Hey, uh, side question here, not necessarily to pertain to the game. With, with, with the quarterback now, we have quarterbacks like uh, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and um, Watson. Do you, would, would you think it's safe to say that the era of the stationary quarterback might be coming to an end as we know it? 
I mean, it's already over. How many quarterbacks in the that that have come into the league that are completely immobile? I would say maybe of the quarterbacks that that have been drafted recently, I would say Jared Goff might be the most. He's he's probably the one that can't do as much on the ground, and even he's not. I wouldn't even say he's unathletic. Like none of them are in that Tom Brady mold. All of them can can uh, get outside the pocket and make plays. It's like it's defensive ends and have become too athletic. You just don't see it anymore. Uh, the the era of those stationary pocket passers, it's 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 done. It's it's one hundred percent done. I mean, you're gonna see you'll see a couple of guys who um, can compensate because they get the ball out quickly. Yeah, but. But more often than not, quarter, your quarterback has to be able to be able to uh, make make plays on the move. It just it's just has to be that way. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. The, the play like the players, the defensive ends are getting really, really fast nowadays compared to the way we're used to and so forth. A lot stronger. So yeah, I want to get out of there and scramble around yeah. a little bit. So you know, even uh, you know, Garoppolo, he's not he's not he's not going to be rushing for hundred yards in a game, but. He can get out of the pocket and scramble if he has to. There's almost all the young quarterbacks in the league can. It, you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy who can't uh, move around at least a little bit. I mean, you have your, probably have two different tiers. You have your quarterbacks who are a threat in the running game, but then you'll have your quarterbacks who you can force outside the pocket and they can still move around a little bit. And you're not going to see any more. Tom Brady's anymore. It's just it's it's very it's going to be extremely rare. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right, so we can move on to the final game Sunday evening. We have Seattle traveling to Lambeau Field. I should have checked the weather to see what the hell is that game. I think here yeah, that this was a very not not only a very important game but a playoff run for Aaron Rodgers' legacy. I'm not going to lie. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I think it's criminal that he only has. One Super Bowl and has only been played in one Super Bowl. He has he needs, he needs at least two for me to really like. I, I think it's too good to have one Super Bowl in his resume. Plus, I'm not really a Favre fan. I think he's better than Favre, but a lot of people think that Favre is better. I think with one more, he can like end that debate. Um, do you think this is a big legacy run for Aaron Rodgers? I do. I think I think uh, some of the credit he maybe he's gotten has been slightly overblown. Um. People always want to crowd him as the best quarterback ever. Um, maybe not as a career, but in his efficacy on the field. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes will probably have something to say about that. Yeah. Um, uh, but Rodgers has taken a little step back as of late. He hasn't been the same kind of quarterback that we've seen in the past. Uh, I don't know if that can be attributed to the new system he's playing in, but he just hasn't been, hasn't had the same kind of laser accuracy that you've seen in the past. Uh, but I think um, uh, it, he's, it's very much on his shoulders, whether how far Green Bay goes. He yeah. has Devontae Adams. Um, he has Aaron Jones um, in the backfield. So we had. I don't really think he has any excuses, especially given. I mean, the Seahawks played a great game defensively against 
the Eagles last week, yeah. but the Eagles also were playing basically like the 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 dregs of their depth chart offensively because everybody was hurt, including their quarterback. Um, so I don't think they're gonna. I I think they sacked um, the Eagles the Eagles QB what, like seven times. I think they got to him. Um, they got to McCown last week. <laughs> I don't see that happening against the Packers. Uh, poor, poor McCown. I, it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he had a game to beat. Yeah, he had a rough game, but um, I don't see that happening against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they they should offensively. They should be they if they don't score a bunch. Uh, I'm 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 gonna be looking at them sideways. Um, if, if the Packers don't score a bunch. If they don't score once, they should put up like thirty plus points. They really should. They well, got, they mean, got no, I mean, there's no reason they why they wouldn't. Can you really expect that for them to seeing the way that they played so far? I mean, they have a they have a lot of like ugly, a lot of wins, but a lot of ugly wins where it wasn't really pretty. I mean, credit that they have a finally have a top ten, ten the top ten defense. You had Aaron Jones. You said rushed for like a thousand yards this year, so he doesn't really have the. Aaron Rodgers is my guy, but that is cute. That doesn't really have a lot of help that he's put that too much is put in his shoulder. It's really out the window right now. In front of his career. Yeah, uh, I mean he, they haven't been they haven't been great. Uh, they've kind of been playing down to the competition. I, I feel like I, it's 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 definitely going to be something to to watch whether or not uh, he shows up. If he shows up the way. He has in the past and proves himself to be the elite quarterback that he is. There's no reason why the Packers shouldn't score a ton of points against that Seahawks defense. It should honestly what it should be is is either a shootout or a case of the the Seahawks not just not having enough to keep up because they don't really have they don't they're not balanced with the running game. Yeah. Let me, let me, the, the Packers' best bet is, hey, if, if it's just force, force Tom Russell Wilson to just pass the ball. I mean, I mean just hand the ball up for a run. Absolutely. I mean, well, and even though, uh, yeah, you know, GK. Beast mode, you can't rely on beast mode right now, just deep into the season. Um, and this critical point of the season of the uh, postseason to carry you home. Yeah, and uh, another thing, uh, DK Metcalf, he had himself a game last week, oh, I believe. Oh, for the game. Wasn't like, like the 100. first like rookie receiver to a, a thousand yards in a playoff game. I mean, not a thousand yards, like a hundred yards in a playoff game. I believe so. And he had like it was like a hundred and sixty. So he really he showed up. Uh, and the path could have gotten him, huh? You could have got him. We'll talk about that. But he, <laughs> he, if if he was playing for the Pats, he would be doing the same. That you'd be doing the same thing that Kill Harry did, which is not much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we can talk about that soon. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so what do you have here for the score? Right now I have it 34-24 for the uh, Packers. Or, but if it, I, but I actually think – let me amend that. I'll say 34-21. I can see 20 – I can see 21-16 Packers. As much as much as as I'm, I I like to make sure that I'm very objective and even sometimes might be overcritical of Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's going to show up for this game and show out. Maybe in the next round, I think if they if they when they go to play the 49ers, then we'll see. 
I think I think we'll see him take a step back, but the right now there's no reason why he shouldn't have a great game. I just don't see I just don't see why he he would have any issues. I mean, I, I definitely think if the Packers want to the Super Bowl, whether it's this week or, or or next week, if they win this week, Aaron Rodgers has to have one of those vintage life games. Yeah, right. I think I think do it. I don't know. Can he do it? I think he's still got it in him, but it's like yeah. I mean, he is th- he is thirty six. He is starting to age, but I, I don't think his physical tools have diminished. It's just whether or not. He wants to lock it down with his fundamentals and be the player that we all know him to be. Mm. Well, I, and I, I also think that, that, the, that, the, that the Smiths are going to make like the, the, the night uh, really tough for, for Russell Wilson. Pressing his, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. I was going to be like, oh, my God. Like. Oh, for sure. But then again, if there's one player who can make plays, even though he's running for his life, it's Russell Wilson. Never had a good offensive line, never, and he just gets it done. Like the guy, it's 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 actually something to watch how how often you see you see him just make plays on the run. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So that's enough for the, for the games. Uh, you said you want to talk about the Patriots and uh, yeah, the potential of leaving the team this offseason. Or how you how do you feel? I don't think I don't think Tom Brady is going anywhere. I think ultimately. If you think about it, he's been in the league 20 years, and do I think he's going to go to an, another team and learn a new offensive system with completely different jargon and get used to a whole bunch of different players? I don't see that happening. I think he's going to to try to take his time so he can hold Belichick's feet to the fire so Belichick will invest in the in – the, uh, invest into the in the short term and try to make sure that the Patriots are able to win now rather than building for the future. Um, mm. However, I do think that will be a little bit of a tall order only because the wide receiver market isn't all that great outside of a handful of guys. And I think those handful of guys are going to be looking to be paid rather than looking to win. A.J. Green – is a free is going to be a free agent. Whether or not the Bengals franchise him, I don't know whether if that's going to happen or not. But unless he wants, unless he wants to win, he's going to get a top of the market or near a top of the market type deal. Um, same holds true for um, for I think Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's going to be a free agent. I don't think the 49ers are going to let him go anywhere. I yeah. think he's probably going to like it there, and I think he, they're going to end up um, re-signing him. Uh, or, and, and I also think that, I mean, you have like guys like, I think, Robbie Anderson. He's going to be looking to get paid. It's just not um, – for some reason, I can't think of his name, but the guy, the guy for the Cowboys. The receiver? Uh, that, yeah, the receiver for the Cowboys. Oh, my yeah. God, why am I – Tom? Yeah. Not Cobb. Um, the yeah. the guy that got traded from the Raiders. From the Raiders. Oh, Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper. I think in term actually in terms of his ability, he actually would be a good fit for the Patriots because he can separate. But I don't think. I also don't think he's going to be able to. They're going to get him either because 
because again, he's going to get a near top of the market deal, even though he probably doesn't deserve it. So it, the only way I see something happen is maybe in trade. But right now, if I'm to kill Harry, who everyone is getting on, <laughs> who everyone is getting on, I am calling Tom Brady right now. Right now. Don't even don't wait. I'm calling him and I'm like, hey, can I can I come to, to wherever you are and can we run some routes? And keep doing it all the way up until training camp. And then we'll see what happens next year. Nikhil oh, Harry's and, game. And you say that, dude, because of the fact that he was injured this season. A rookie who was injured this season didn't have the uh, rapport with Tom Brady and so forth. And after that showed when they played in the games this year. Exactly. But the problem with Nikhil Harry is a lot of people were talking about, yeah, he doesn't separate, which is true. He does not separate. That's not his game. He's physical. He boxes out DBs. And he makes plays in the ball because he has great ball skills. Mm-hmm. For that, for that type of for that type of player to work, you really need to be on the same page with your quarterback. And as, uh, as a guy like Tom Brady, you got to be super precise. So they need to work together and get used to each other, so that Nikhil Harry can play faster than he's been playing. Because right now, what he's doing is he's thinking; he's not playing. It's, it's going to make him a step slower, and mm-hmm. a step slower for someone who doesn't separate is, is going to make it absolutely – is going to make it incredibly difficult for him to be effective. Mm. Him and Sanu both need to give Tom Brady a call and run as many routes as possible or give Edelman a call, be like, give me all the tips that I can get. And then, and then Belichick's got to work those wires and find himself a trade. Find himself a trade and see who he can get. Uh, Eric Ebron is going to be is a free agent. Oh, I that, think would, that, that would be great addition if we got him. The Colts aren't signing him, so I think they should give him give him a shot and see if they can bring him in. Uh, they definitely got to got to go looking for a tight end in the draft. I think I think the the players are there. Jacoby Myers again, um, he's shown flashes. I think the we we're not as bad at the skill positions as people think. I think it was a case of players just having not been in the system that long and not having the rapport with Brady and Brady just being s- super frustrated and being impatient. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't. I, I don't think Brady's going to go anywhere. I think we're going to get one or two more years of him and uh, before we send him on his way. I just don't see Kraft letting it go down like that. Okay, so you see Brady, when he retires, he will be retiring as a, his last game being played in football will be with the Patriots. Absolutely. You can't see him going. I know a lot of people are talking about L.A. You can't see that happening with the Chargers. I don't. Mm. I just don't I, see I, it. I mean, it makes sense on the charges and for me why they want to get Tom Brady opening up a new arena. You don't really have a solidified fan base in LA. Uh, I mean, LA is all about stars, celebrities, stars. So it makes the Brady a couple of years, help you start the tickets and so forth. But with that offensive line, they got they got good skill players at skill positions, but the offensive line ain't not so good. And Brady needs all the protection he can get at this age, point of his career. Absolutely. And I also think the Chargers are going to be in, I think, in terms of uh, where they're going to be in the draft, I think they'll be there to be able to get a, a decent quarterback prospect to bring into the team. 
whether or not um, I don't think it'll be Tua, but but Justin Hebert maybe and from Oregon. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a that's a very real possibility. I think they they need to they just need to make they need to draft somebody for the future. Um, I don't. I think they are gonna maybe look for a placeholder. I don't think Tom Brady is gonna be that guy because it would take you're talking about a, a good chunk of change and able to bring him in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, so you think that Tom Brady would be the Patriots? But, okay. But from your perspective, your opinion, do you think the Patriots should move on to um, Tom Brady? I would say yes if if it was feasible that we could get another a quarterback in the draft. I just don't see how that would happen right now. Yeah. Um. I think. Best case scenario, I think best case scenario is somehow if the Dolphins decide they don't want Tua from Alabama, uh, if he drops in the draft and we're able to trade up to get him, I would love for us to be able to draft him, sit him on the bench, re-sign Brady, and then uh, while his hip heals, he can carry a clipboard and learn the offense and take over after Brady's retired. Because Brady did say he wants to play until he's 45. He's turning 43 soon. So I don't think he can fault us for for drafting a QB. But outside of that, there's nobody, I don't think there's anybody in the draft who we can get who I would feel um, would be a great quarterback going forward. Uh, everyone's, I've been, people have been talking about bringing in Andy Dalton and I – that that's yeah. an absolute. That's a non-starter for me. Yeah, I just don't. I it it, we're just not. <laughs> we're just not in the place right now where where we could conceivably move on from Brady and be a good team. Yeah, I mean, we we we, we had we had it. We had the vision with Bortles, had the vision with Jimmy G, and so forth. So when we let him go, they went the vision. Um, so I don't know what, how we can go right now. So I think we, we really had tactic they were pretty at this point. Yeah, it's, we're kind of painted into a corner right now. I, I, I think unless 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 we want to tank it, and the Patriots just aren't that, and Belichick isn't that guy. Uh, I just don't see. I just don't see it happening. I wouldn't mind if if for some reason if we lost a whole bunch of games and. We were able to get Trevor Lawrence next year. That'd be nice, mm-hmm. but uh, I just don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting off season, and, and yeah, it's gonna be definitely interesting to see what happens in the off season. Uh, I mean, well, I, do I think basically? Um, I, I, part of me says, yeah. I mean, it's forty three years old. You gotta move on. You gotta move on sometime. No, nah, I think but, I think Brady like said, is still. We don't have, we don't have a, a, another fallback plan at this point. So I was like, okay, we need to, we got to keep Brady right now. I, I think Brady is still a top ten quarterback when yes. with uh, with the right with the right support, and he just he just can't you just can't rely on him to to uh, to upgrade everybody else around him the way he has in the past. Yeah, he just needs a little help. I think uh, as long as uh, as Belichick can uh, bring in some some new faces and some of the people who are there can really really put in the work in the off season to work on their craft, 
I think I think everything can be fun. I think it's just a case of people used to the Patriots being such a success and Tom Brady being such a success that uh, they're just getting a little bit the the criticism and the hand wringing is just a little bit overblown. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the offseason and what the Patriots do. Uh, but yeah, we can uh, wrap it up right now. Almost, almost 50 minutes and a lot of good content here, too. Yes, and, sir. Night? Uh, no, uh, I'm just hanging out. Uh, um, I'm actually uh, having, having a uh, small procedure done. Um, at the hospital in a couple of weeks, so okay. I, I've just been uh, keeping it low and um, hanging out. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm probably just gonna relax, do some reading tonight. I hear that one. Best of luck with all that, man. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna lay low. I'm playing watch some uh, watch some, some, some basketball games, whatever's on tonight. Yeah, my foot is usually slow nowadays. I mean, we ain't old. <laughs> um, uh, who are you telling, man? I'm I'm turning 35 on February 8th, bro. It's uh, it's, it's crazy how how life is, man. Uh, Ralph is actually uh getting married uh in uh in in uh in March. He's getting married. I don't know that. He, he's getting married. He got he got two daughters now, and uh, I don't know what he has, he has two daughters. Yep, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yep, my goddaughter is uh his firstborn. She's five, and then his uh. His second daughter is turning two this month. Oh wow, that's dope! Damn, we getting old, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good, man. I, I got. Um, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in years, but I see him doing good with the barbershop and everything. When I see him, oh yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been doing his thing. That man, you, you, uh, you can't get a cut from him unless you make an appointment in advance. Oh really? Is that busy? He, he's that busy. Oh, that's dope, man. That, that's good. I, I, I see my, my brothers over here succeeding in what they do. Absolutely, man. Black on, entrepreneurship. Facts. That's dope, man. Problem. Yep. Tell me, fix him. Talk to him. Tell him to say what up. I will. I will. I will for sure. All right, man. Well, all right, man. Well, uh, we'll chat again social media while the game's going and so forth. Yes, sir. Same to you. All right, special thanks to the homie Eves as always. Thank you to Anchor and thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe. The Mr. Vincent podcast is available on several platforms that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. And be sure to leave a good review too, because uh, I don't do all this work for nothing. <laughs> I'm just joking. And now also too, if you like, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Vincent 13. And you can also like my Facebook fan page as well, Emmanuel Vincent. Um, that's all the time we have today. Enjoy y'all weekend. Enjoy the games. Till next time. Take care.